A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Rosecast, the number one Bachelor recap podcast, hosted by male and racial best friend duo. What'd you think, AB? Whoa. Lot to unpack there, Rim. Kind of, I feel, feel kind of bummed out. I just felt like, I felt... Bummed out, really? Well, on the rewatch especially, I just, I felt like... What a sad, what a you sad You just think ending. no one ended in a good spot. It wasn't a happy ending for anybody involved. Is there, that what you're saying? There's absolutely no happy ending for anyone who had anything to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> the happiest people should be the people eliminated on night one. Those should. I be- was extremely happy watching. It was. I, I was. I, it was unlike anything I've ever seen. I can't. You thought last night? You thought the f- part one of the finale was like. Unbelievable! This was on another level. It was live. We we roast Bachelor and all the scripted drama that they are not scripted, but contrived, yeah, controlled drama that the producers have. But this is what we get: one of the two hours of best television I've ever seen in my goddamn life. (laughs) This was it. Just kept going, and it kept getting better. This one. I would I, it, it, at points I'd be like, okay, it's over. It's just gonna be normal now. And then something else <laughs> ridiculous would happen that had me glued to the TV set. It was incredible the whole two hours. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. It was if you take the approach like I have this season that this has just been a dumpster fire from the start. There was almost no other way to end it than to have yeah, this, exactly the absolute <laughs> chaos. Chaos. But then, you know, you take a step back and you're like, so nobody's really in love, probably. We have <laughs> we have family strife on national, like legit family strife on national television. We have a, a broken hearted woman, an engagement ended, spoiler alert. Just, I mean, this man has left destruction in his way. It's a damn tornado. <laughs> it's a, rim a tornado. That ran through ev- the lives of everyone involved. If you made it out unscathed, you just got lucky. It's just yeah. one of those, you know, how tornadoes sometimes hit. Of course. One house and then the next door neighbor doesn't get it. If you didn't get hit by the Peter tornado, you're just lucky. Because most of the people got destroyed. This one, including his own family. This was a tornado. This was a tornado. I don't even know if it was the Peter tornado. The whole season, there's a no, lot of factors the, here. This was just a tornado. Yeah. Tornado. Anyway, we'll get to our big takeaways at the end. Uh, let's get and started. we're going storm chasing, Rim. 
Okay. 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 Uh, Number one, off the bat, before we get to the the episode, I am terrified of the size of the mailbag. I think while I do the mailbag, you might as well make lunch or something because (laughs) bursting. It's one of the. It's like Santa's mail uh, sack. How does he fit all the presents in there? It's how do we fit all the mail in this mailbag? It's magic. Well, we didn't have a question. And then I put on... I was going to say, we didn't even say anything. I was like, we? hey, te- what'd you think of the finale, Texas? And it's just been dinging oh, man. nonstop ever since. So I, I pared it down big time, but there's still five pages, five full pages okay. of stuff. So, you know, you'll be able to relax. Anyway, here we go. Chris is really harping on the fact that no one knows how this is going to end. And he acknowledges we're in the studio and he acknowledges Kelly in the audience and says it's important that she's here. Why did you think she was there, A.B.? What was going through your mind at that moment? I don't know. It's Kelly. <laughs> Kelly's involved in this somehow. That's what I thought. Kelly had to be in- involved with what Chris said. Do you think it had somehow. anything to do with her not being at Women Tell All? Did I in the moment or do I not? Either I, one. She wasn't. She wasn't there for any reason. Is what it turns out. Of course not. But in the moment, yeah, I thought well, this must be why she didn't. She wasn't at Women Tell All. She was going to be at this to speak her piece, and maybe she's involved with the overlying story yeah. that's going on here that Chris is mentioning. Maybe he's in love with her. I don't know. I didn't know what to think about. She Kelly was there. too many rows backed for. She was deep to be in love with her. I think that's she true. was deep. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I just it, there's a lot of people who think. Oh, they brought Kelly because there was a backlash after she was in at Women Tell All, which is maybe true. But if so, it's like they're going to respond to a backlash about Kelly not that being backlash? at Women. That's the backlash <laughs> you're going to pick. <laughs> but why was she there? Can you explain? We don't need to talk about Kelly no. besides right now. She was there for no reason, None. just to be clear. She None. wasn't brought up after that moment when he said it was important that she was there. No. They Chris showed her a couple us. times. Chris lied to us, like always. Neil Neil Lane Lane was there solely to throw us off the scent. With his ring Um, box. And Peter's family was there, and they are Mm stone-faced. Back in Australia, okay? So Madison left, and Peter's still struggling. So he's fine with Hannah Ann, I think. I think he's just convinced himself, well, Madison's gone. I can do Hannah Ann. And then that's, we'll move forward that way. Yeah, we kind of did a 180 from where we ended last episode, where we don't really get the context of what made him so comfortable with the decision to go with Hannah Ann all of a sudden. No, but that's he just where says we're I love her, so here we are. And that's I can't it. let her go. <laughs> I suppose. It, I think it was almost like, it'd be really embarrassing if I didn't end up with any of these people, so I'm just <laughs> yeah. going to do Hannah Ann. I don't know that. I don't know why, but we have no explanation on what changed his mind. He's, he just faced a devastating heartbreak uh, from the person that we all could tell it was visible that he loved her the most. Uh, so now he's just going with his second choice. Neil Lane shows up. He says, "What's up?" It's Neil Lane. That's how he introduced himself. I don't know if you caught that. <laughs> I noticed that. I, I wrote Lane. that down. Neil Lane talking in third person. He said, "It's Neil Lane." How's it going? Why I'm did he say that? Why did he say it like that? You know what it is. It's Neil Lane. <laughs> you see me. Third person Neil Lane is yeah tremendous. Boom. Sixty years old. Bet you never would have guessed that. Huh? <laughs> you wouldn't guess. I'd be on your doorstep. Neil it's Lane, me, head Neil to Lane. toe. <laughs> 
ring box. Uh, yeah. I only brought five. Blood out. <laughs> yeah, blood out. Let me open this box. The, mil- the million dollar briefcase, buddy. This is money in the bank. <laughs> Neil Lane. What a ridiculous thing to say. What's going when on? you meet someone, Neil it's Lane. Neil Lang. It's Neil Lane. Are you saying Neil Lang? It's Lane. No, Lane. All right. That was a good bit regardless. Hey, Peter's 100% certain. Okay. Which is it just can't percentages percentages with this guy he's 100 percent certain he wants to choose her every single day okay you know i think sure? he just needs to stay away from hyperbole i think would be his best it's too late now of course but throughout the season he would make bold proclamations and he kept doing it even on the live portion of the show agreed anyway we're going slow we got to speed it up. Yeah. We want to get under three hours today. <laughs> well, we spent two minutes on Neil Lane opening the door. When someone walks in a room and says, it's Neil Lane, it's Neil Lane. what do you want us not to do a huge bit on it? What's going on? Got we obviously box. both made, co- we both noticed it. It was ridiculous. And we had to both comment and get our jokes in. Period. Got the stuff. Let's go. <laughs> All right, Pete's all snazzed up for the proposal, and he FaceTimes Hannah Ann's dad to secure the B. Blessing. Yep. Uh, today is the first day I get to tell <laughs> Hannah Ann, quote, I love you. Well, I was kind of surprised that Hannah Ann's dad was like, all right, have at Go it. Go for it. Sure. What am I going to do? Am I going to say no? I'm all, the- you're in Australia. What am I going <laughs> to yeah. do right now? I feel like you're going to do you're this gonna, regardless. What if I say no? What are you going to do? <laughs> I think, you know, stay woke. And I don't actually mean this, but he was in the middle of the Outback. I'm not, you know, he had crystal clear FaceTime reception. I'm not sure what the Wi-Fi is it like out there. It seemed like a deserted area that yeah. they were in. It's somewhere where you couldn't get without a helicopter. So I don't know how he's getting the Wi-Fi. Oh, good point. Could, who knows? Hey, good point. <laughs> stay woke is all I'm saying. <laughs> And Anne's getting ready. She's got mixed emotions, A.B. She's still reeling over Peter telling her her heart is being born, torn in two directions. A.B. Yes. Talk about being dead right about that comment. About the two the heart being torn in two directions. I thought it was no big deal. But you said no, really, this deal. is a dumb thing for him to say. And it turned out to be. It shook her to the core. She was ready. She was ready to leave. She was. She's getting dressed. Laying on the bed, like, exasperated, can't even stand up. She's laying on the bed like it's the end of the night, and yeah, she's been yeah. partying. <laughs> she's like, oh. that's, yeah, that's the only time you lay back with your head back like that. Hands, straight hands arms. Hands on her side, just <laughs> yeah. out. And out this cold. is before she, her, uh, she's about to be proposed to. The best moment of your life. That's, here's the thing. If you're like this minutes before you're supposed to get engaged, just don't say yes. Just don't do the engagement. You yeah. can just... Everyone needs to calm down. Peter and her need to calm down. You can you can move past this without an engagement. We've all seen it happen multiple times. That's the... They seem stuck on it, especially the, this cast. The, exactly, AB. We're just going to get to that later, but cooler heads did not prevail <laughs> for, anybody. for anything for anything in this episode. Cooler I would argue Madison sure leaving, like all three of them... Yeah. Acted poorly. Like, Madison obviously still has feelings for Peter, too. You didn't have to... You could have just stayed and not accepted a proposal, too. And saw what it was like after the show. We've seen it happen recently, all the time. You don't have to get proposed anymore. Or you don't have to get engaged anymore. The reason this is going to take so long is we're going to start talking about something. And then remember, like, oh, yeah, this person did something crazy, too. And we're just going to go... This is going to be a tangent episode, all right? Apologies in advance. 
Mailbag is canceled. No, I'm just kidding. All right, let's go to Pete's proposal pen. Chris shows up to tell Pete he's not sure Hannah Ann is coming. Wow. Time for a classic Pete tailspin. Does just she- laying on his back the same way that Hannah Ann was? He was. He was. <laughs> These are two people who should not be making a big commitment. <laughs> These people are emotionally hour. just going through the roller coaster ride right now. Does he? He says, "Does she know Madison's not here?" And Chris is like, "Dude, no, we didn't I don't fucking know. I didn't even <laughs> I know Madison wasn't know. here. You think <laughs> I know Chris Harrison? No, I don't know." He's like, "Oh, no, did you tell her? Did you tell her?" No, we don't give her the show notes. <laughs> After a commercial break, we see Hannah Ann on her way anyway. So this was absolutely nothing. Now, AB, yep, there a lot happened last night. There's a lot of things people are buzzing about. But this was sneaky, one of the most absurd previews they've ever sh- The entire season, at the end of almost every episode, they sh- teased this moment as something major. Is Hannah B making a surprise return? Does Madison come back after leaving? Is someone he sent home pregnant? The theories went bananas. And I it heard was, a it theory was about like a producer. Did you producer. hear anything about I, a producer? I saw that as well. Yeah, I saw that as well. <laughs> so this Stuff moment was going crazy. Was the like the backbone of their previews all season? Chris being like, "Hey, man," and it was nothing. We're not even sure that Hannah Ann was ever debating whether or not to go. No, could have been completely made up. I think it probably was. She she went in the car and came to the location. That's Where else would she go? Like her plane isn't leaving, so why would she be in the car? She's not leaving on a plane out of Australia that day. So she got in the car. She came over. And the scene, Chris made it up. The, they made it up. And the scene Chris still occurred. Up, the scene occurred at the perfect time with the sun. If she Absolutely. were really debating not coming, and she waited an hour or two, the scene would not have occurred at the right time with the sun. Okay, exactly. Period. Tired of it. Hannah Ann I'm not arrives. tired of it. Keep doing it. No, yeah. I, I see right through it. Well, because you don't watch. I get. I still get duped, and you don't watch the previews, so you haven't been looking forward to that moment. Sure. Whereas I'm like, this is it, man. Something's going down. Anyway, Hannah Ann arrives. Um, she's wearing a dress that I feel like someone should have said, hey, you're going to be walking through the sand and dirt. Maybe let's wear a dress that doesn't drag along the ground. That's just some, a tip I would have given. <laughs> Chris gives her a hug. And doesn't say anything. Doesn't really greet her. Doesn't say much. Then Hannah Ann has to make this long, arduous walk. It was basically an obstacle course, AB. It took longer (laughs) to complete this walk than like a game on Double Dare. It was... I can't believe Chris didn't help her out. Help her? Yeah, a little hand until she gets closer? Sure. Or Peter, when he sees that she's struggling halfway down these steps, like, you know, go give her a hand or something. Sure. Hannah Ann gets there. Peter psychs himself up for this big proposal. He's got. He's telling himself, "This he's is what talking I w- himself into marriage, being in love <laughs> with <laughs> Hannah Ann and yeah. marrying her, even though his heart is shattered into pieces at the moment." What did you make of his speech? I thought it was going good, but then he brought up the Madison stuff, and I thought that took it a little off the rails. Right at what should have been the crescendo, he says, Madison left two days ago. And he said it, he paused after he said Madison, 
So Hannah Ann either thought he called me Madison on accident. That's what I thought at first watch. Yeah. Is he called her Madison. I'm like, oh, what the hell? I wish that would have been the case. But it wasn't the case. He did, It was just poor timing. And I don't know why he brought that up. This is a proposal to someone who is not Madison. You don't need to bring up any other women here. Doesn't matter. And it's not exactly reassuring. I think he, again. No, he he thought he was, he was insinuating like, he sent Madison home, too. Like, I sent her home two days ago. No, he said I made she left. He goes, Madison left. That, I, don't think, I don't think he meant... I don't think she took it as she left on her own, do you? He said she I left. Yeah. But that could still mean that I sent her home. And that's how I think she took it. And that's how he probably wanted her to take it. Because if she knew that he, she left on her own, that means I'm second choice here. Yeah. This is all moot. He, you should not mention your other girlfriend <laughs> yeah. in your proposal. Yeah. <laughs> <Doesn't>, yeah. <laughs> we're overthinking this. We're definitely spending more time thinking about it than he did. <laughs> then the real start speech starts after he kind of, after all, everything go, the, all scenarios go through Hannah Ann's head and she realizes, okay, Madison's gone. I'm going to win. I, he's going to, you know, propose to me. Uh, I thought the speech itself was not that great. The whole speech to me just seem more like an Instagram post you write after the episode airs where you eliminate someone just before hometowns. Like it was just like going down the <laughs> list of things they did. Yeah. Um, and then when it's time to really propose, he could barely even choke it out when he said, I love you, Hannah Ann. I mean, that was just his body trying to, <laughs> you know, not let him do something they knew was wrong for him. <laughs> his body was rejecting. The word. Yeah, it's rejecting what he was doing. Uh, Hannah Ann, shocked. The most shocked person of stunned. all time. <laughs> she was stunned. You love me? Me? I won. <laughs> I think she talked herself into that she was second place, which she was. Yeah. She should have trusted her first her first intuition on the, what on what was happening here. She, You're in second, and you were in second when you proposed. You were still second in his heart. <laughs> you shouldn't. You should have trusted yourself. You had the right first. She was right. She should have said, are you sure? Are you for real? This You're kidding, right? I mean, let's talk about this. She should have stopped him from getting down on one knee and be like, dude, I know this isn't. Did you send... He, she should have gone, did you send Madison home? Did you send her home or did she leave? That makes a before big difference Before I answer this here. question. <laughs> yeah, before I answer this question. Anyway, Pete gets down on one knee, proposes, gives her the rose. Happy ending. Peter and Hannah Ann, happy ever after. They seem happy. It's a good ending. <laughs> Before the break, A.B., wow. they play a big listen to your heart promo. I can't just I just want to say I can't believe people aren't interested in this and they aren't. It's overwhelming. Not interested in it. I just can't believe not even. No, I can understand thinking this it. is going to suck, but I'm going to watch. You got I can't believe people are at least intrigued a little bit to see what Chris Harrison and the, and the people have <laughs> in store for us. <laughs> I just I just wanted to point that out there. I it's remains the anti listen to your heart sentiment remains overwhelmingly negative. I don't get it though. Singing competitions are awesome. Indeed. Romance competitions are awesome. Put those two together. So yeah. You have like a, a delicious no mixture. <laughs> seems like a no What's now, going on here. It's only six episodes. So that yeah. I think is not a good sign, maybe. I mean they have twenty people. They all stay the whole time, and they only got six episodes worth of show. There's not eliminations? Is that what you're telling me? I don't know. Oh, okay. 
Anyway, just want to point that out. Let's move on. I'm interested. Yeah. Let's find out what happened when Peter told his parents. This is Chris speaking. Let's find out what happened when Peter told his parents that their dream was coming true. <laughs> their dream of him marrying Hannah Ann. Chris knows just like we do how ridiculous his parents are. He knows. I think he knows, but he also is a comic. Like he's accommodating them. Yeah, he sure. wants. He's putting that on the stage too. Later on, he's <laughs> like, "I get you, Barb. I feel where you're coming from, Barb." <laughs> and he definitely encouraged her to keep he's going. Egging her on. Yeah. Peter's family hasn't seen him in almost a week. So as soon as he walks through the door, Barb starts crying. Just can't uncontrollable tears. It's been five days. <laughs> it's fake tears. Rim. These are fake tears. They don't know how I know, Rib. There were no tears. There's no tears. I can do her cry. I, I practiced it a little bit. You want to uh, hear her? Yes, I absolutely do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll be okay, Peter. Me... Walking through the door. Hey, good to see you guys. <laughs> Wait, let me think about it. Let All me right, think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Impressions, you can't just do them. You got to prepare. Everyone knows that. I prepared a little bit. Let me... I got to think of what she said again. I'll tell you right here. We miss you so much. We miss your smile, your hellos, everything. All right, I'll be Pete. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Hey, guys. Good to see you. Hasn't been that long. (laughs) (laughs) Peter, we missed you so much. We missed your smile. We missed your laugh. Your hellos. (laughs) Your hellos. Hey, Pete. Uh, folks, AB does not do many impressions, so that's I a rare treat. <laughs> Listen to me. If you put the audio next to that, I right after she did it, I did it in, out loud. I'm like, whoa, I sound like Barb crying. Hello. That's how I know this is fake for one. <laughs> Wanted to see if I could do it. AB could instantly do it. I could instantly do it. It's fake. She's fake crying, folks. It's p- purely fake. When Peter, uh, she's doing that and she's hugging Peter, before she was done with her... We miss yeah. this. We miss that. Peter, like, he threw her on to another hug. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, all right, move on. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I see you're still on your bullshit. <laughs> That's what yeah. it was like. I see you're still on this shit. This yeah. for exactly the camera shit. Let me move on. Anyway, so they sit down. Barb is hilariously nervous. I mean, her <laughs> son looks happy. She says as much, and she is still like. Either I'm going to be on top of the world, or I'll never be able to recover from what he says. Those are the two options for Barb. (laughs) They're waiting with bated breath, okay? And when he reveals that he's engaged, they have no reaction whatsoever. None. They don't care about him being engaged. They don't. They don't care about him being happy. They don't. She doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't. The other two just fall in line. There's a leader here. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's true. You know, we all liked Peter Sr. on Hannah's season. Seemed like a cool guy. He's got no backbone. But but I think we liked when it was Peter and Peter Sr. Because then Peter Sr. could like kind of be himself. When Barb's around, it's basically speak when spoken to. (laughs) Fall in line. Plus, Barb's bracket pool winnings are riding on this. (laughs) Peter draws it out for dramatic effect. And at one point he said, I listened to you guys, but I had to follow my heart. And her throat, you can see her throat drop all the way into her stomach. She goes, who is it? And then the dad goes, come on. 
It's like, pull back for a second. It doesn't matter. Are you happy for, for your one? son? He's engaged. Yeah. First of all, be happy. A congrats for getting engaged. Oh, congratulations. Maybe. Some yeah. hugs. That should have been instant hugs. <laughs> I know. Happiness. <laughs> happiness from everybody. But their happiness is contingent upon who's the fiance is. Yep. Peter finally reveals he's engaged to Hannah Ann. And he's very excited to say this because he knows they'll be happy and he cares yeah. more about their own their opinion than his own feelings. Anything else about this? No, his mom again is inconsolable with fake tears. Uh, it's humiliating. <laughs> I'm truly embarrassed for her. This is, this is all an act. <laughs> she says, we love her so much. We love her. We love her. I can't wait to see my daughter. They've met one time. <laughs> my daughter. My daughter. They've we met we one talked about time. this last, last time. She's going to be calling her mom. Madison will yeah. not call her mom. Period. <laughs> Period. Period. They FaceTime <laughs> Hannah Ann and Barb yells, yells, how's our daughter? We love you and miss you. You love her? <laughs> you love her. You love you her? You her for two hours. Max. Barb throws around the L word faster than a person trying to get to the next <laughs> round on this show. <laughs> Back in the studio, Peter comes out to a raucous crowd. I was surprised Listen, by that. I wrote raucous crowd, too. It's funny you use that word. I wrote raucous crowd. You're right. It was Everyone loves Big Pete. <laughs> so the crowd's crowd, going, get, let's go. Let's get up. I was going nuts for Pilot Pete. It's People like, still love this guy. Do you, number one, do you not know how this is going to end? They There's an hour and a half left of the episode. And yeah, number two, Pete, have some... You know, read the room a little bit, have some self-awareness, like, you're about to ruin everything that just occurred. <laughs> Don't soak in the cheers. <laughs> then they get to footage of Hannah Ann showing up to Peter's hideout in Los Angeles. Never um, a good sign when they have one of these secondary... They seem to have it every season now, unfortunately. Yeah. This, that the was the thing I was thinking as I saw this. It's You gotta have a couple normal seasons so this has a little more shock value save it still. to the end save it to the end because this okay. is the, this is going to be a discussion about kind of where the franchise is at spoiler alert uh, it's in a bad place <laughs> okay <laughs> okay uh they don't kiss when she arrives only hug not a lot of excitement even though hannah ann doesn't know what's going to happen neither of them are really Excited to see one another. There was still some boyfriend-girlfriend body language, though, Rim. Uh, there was a long hug, uh, real close embrace, the double grab, uh, bringing her in a little tighter. Yeah. And then they sit down on the couch. She puts his leg, her legs on his lap. That's just how the girlfriend boyfriend these days. Yeah. Way. Okay. <laughs> just how they sit. I, don't I just think noticed there's some <laughs> there was some stuff that made me think they're still in a relationship. Okay. Vague talk of how hard it's been. Um, I noted here that Hannah Ann's ring looked like a ring pop on her little hand. It was it's an out it's a inconveniently sized ring. It's too big for <laughs> life. <laughs> Peter says, while he has no doubt he's fallen in love with Hannah Ann, he can't give her what she gives him. Okay, what? just to be clear, he already said he loves her. So now he's back to falling in love. This is when I realized immediately, okay, we're, we're going the wrong direction here, this relationship. This isn't going to end well. How are you falling in love with someone you already said you loved? He, after the proposal and she said yes, he goes, I love you. I, he said, I love you like seven yeah. times. It's like trying mm -hmm. to convince himself, like he said. Say something three times and just remember it. 
Click your heels together, Pete. <laughs> What'd you make of Hannah's uh, response to this? This was the beginning of the Hannah Ann putting this man's feet to the fire <laughs> for an hour. Yep. She mentions how when she said yes to him, she did love him and was willing to fight for them, but isn't sure if he can give her the same in return. Obviously, she's more dedicated than Peter is. I mean, that goes without yeah. saying. They, they both mention how Peter has told her everything. I assume this means they talked about how he still loves Madison multiple times, which seems like a pretty big hurdle. To cl- and by hurdle, I mean yeah, wall, I c- wall you can't get around. I wish they would have talked a little more about what, yeah. what struggles they were going through. I mean, we can piece it together in our, our heads on what they've... They, it seemed like they've had they've had a lot of conversations that didn't go well, and it's all Pete's fault. It's <laughs> a good way to put it. And he I'd like he, to know what those conversations were about specifically. He says he can't give her his entire heart. Then apologizes. Hannah Ann um, not pleased. Peter's mom. We haven't mentioned this yet. She, it's basically like a Google in the hangout corner. with Peter's it was mom. Great. <laughs> yeah. She's in the corner all day. It's phenomenal work by them. I wish it was a little bigger though. I would have. I would have gone like one fourth of the screen. Peter's mom. <laughs> I said they should have. I'm surprised ESPN Plus didn't have like the Barb cam. You know how for the national championship <laughs> it's just a game, full screen of Barb five. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hannah does a little spiel, gets up, goes to the bathroom, leaves Peter crying alone on a couch, which is how we all assume the season would end. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. No, of course, he's just like this oh, is how it ended. <laughs> Peter, the only one who didn't see this coming. Uh, he finds her in the bathroom later, where she gives him. The business, AP. The absolute what for. I assume she's been planning a lot of these lines because she's seen this coming from a mile away. What did you make of this? I agreed. They were planned. We were waiting for Peter to get his comeuppance this season, and he finally got him. Yeah, good point. In a big way. And it all was via Hannah Ann. She (laughs) laid into him. Nothing nothing she said was wrong. Mm -mm. All just pure, just facts on... On how he's he, how he's acted and how that's affected her. I I've, give, I've loved seeing it. I give the speech a nine out of ten. Hand not a hand? ten. Yes, not a ten okay. because early on she seemed a little too focused on the ring itself. Like now, what I'm gonna do? I'm I can't keep this. I was like, all right, let's keep it. The ring is not what matters here. If you want to keep me in the mood. But for the most part, yeah, she dog walked him. Absolutely <laughs> raked him over the one of the, big, one of the big things she mentioned was that he took her first engagement yeah. away from her, which is fair. And that's one of the sticking points I think she that she that was one of the main points of her of her speech. Yeah. I liked when she goes, torn and conflicted, Peter. Like a yeah. she was like an internet commenter for a moment. She was like, <laughs> here we go again with this. <laughs> she was laying into him. I didn't know she had that in her. I really no. didn't. You know, Hannah Ann seemed like a different person here. And then again on the live portion last night, I think she grew Agreed. up. She just seemed she had some more oomph to her, I think. Not just like along for the ride couple more good lines. I need someone who can be true to their word, not someone who is torn and conflicted 90% of the time. What's a big percentage of the <laughs> time? A high percentage. <laughs> and then she says, I don't need anything more from you. You've done enough damage. Wow. It's great. It was great. Uh, they should be noted they had Hannah Ann backstage. They had her reactions in the corner for a little bit. They also showed Barb when Hannah Ann 
was ripping into her son. They showed Barb clapping and talking Peter to her was husband. Cr- they sh- one particular scene, Peter was crying. One of the worst moments of his entire life. Your baby boy, who you've acted ridiculously in support of this entire time, is having a terrible I time. I would in support, in support of his mild misuse. Not I in wouldn't support, say support, yeah, but just, just act, yeah. Pretend, yeah. Whatever she has done this whole season. Yeah. Now she's clapping for this girl laying into it, even if it's right. It doesn't seem like you've you've been doing you've cared about what's right and wrong this whole time. So why are you clapping for this? Again, yeah. Even if she feels like you know Team Hannah and like the rest of the world is, if you're gonna do that, maybe say if, and then later in the episode maybe save some criticism you have for the people on the stage for your son who broke a woman's heart and broke off an engagement after a couple of weeks because he's he's wishy-washy too you know what i mean yeah. don't save all your criticism for everyone but peter it's everyone but peter's fault it's like he's at fault here too and if you're gonna act like that maybe say so agreed One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Back in the studio. Peter says, Hannah Ann. Here we go. Superlative alert. I wish we had a drop for this. Peter said, Hannah Ann is the most beautiful soul he's ever met. So good luck with <laughs> the person, person you're trying you know to right now who's not <laughs> yeah. the most beautiful soul. The best kisser of all time is still out there. And spoiler alert, it's not Don't his forget. current girlfriend. <laughs> okay. Never forget that. Hannah Ann is there uh, looking absolutely spurned. This was a little too Jerry Springer-ish, Rim. They had the backstage camera, uh, her watching, us getting the reactions, and then they bring her out to lay the hammer on the person that's <laughs> on the stage. It was Jerry Springer. I've seen that, seen this a hundred times before, Rim. <laughs> After the break, Ann Ann comes out to a roaring crowd. This is not raucous. <laughs> they're roaring in support yeah. of Hannah, led by Peter's mother, the ringleader. She almost started a Hannah Ann chant. <laughs> Let's talk about this conversation for a bit. You know, this part kind of, I think, got lost because of what happened afterwards. But Hannah Ann took this man to the woodshed. <laughs> she keeps, she just kept laying into Peter, rightfully so. You knew exactly what to tell me to keep me with you. Damn. You told me these things that I held on to that yeah. made me keep fighting for us. Words are powerful, Peter. Either you mean what you say or you don't understand the impact of your words, which is 
what everyone has been saying about him all season. He's saying yeah. these things and not thinking about the repercussions or the implications or what they mean for other relationships. She also says, Peter basically misled me with how he handled the engagement yeah. by not telling me exactly what the situation was. He could have told me there was two days between when Madison left and when he, he uh, proposed to me. By not telling me what happened there, he didn't give me the information I needed to make an informed decision yeah. on this engagement. All well said by her. Here's a quote. Instead, you waited until the very last moment to tell me I was the only girl left. I was placed on the spot in the middle of our proposal. Yeah. You downplayed your feelings for Madison to where I had no idea what I was saying yes to. Wow. It was just like divorce court on Big Little Lies. It was (laughs) chewing his ass out. His response uh, is something about how he didn't have enough time to get over Madison and that it's not normal being the bachelor. Again, something he signed up for. His response was very selfish in that he says basically he was in a bad spot emotionally. And I just thought it was normal heartbreak of a, you know, a relationship ending. So I didn't want to lose you. So I just did this, even though I wasn't in the right (laughs) spot emotionally to get engaged. I just did this so I didn't lose you. Even though you clearly could have just not got engaged and explained to her, like, Madison left. I'm having a hard time. I don't think I can get engaged right now, but I still like you a lot and would like to continue this relationship on. Instead, he just pushed forward with this engagement, and that's why we're here. Facts. Um, Yeah. (laughs) To wrap this part up, I just want to say all season, Hannah Ann, she struck me as kind of young and... Just not someone who's experienced a lot of real life. Like she's straight from like pageant world slash college onto The Bachelor. But here she, she was. Up. She grew up. She's a grown woman who's been out. She acted like a grown right woman in front who's of her been eyes. raking dudes for years. Like this was firm and direct and she was in control. She absolutely owned the moment. And I don't want that months, to get lost. A couple months in The Bachelor house will grow you up. That goes, <laughs> that's worth years of actual real <laughs> yeah. life time. She also mentions at one point, more bashing into Peter, she said that he wanted to reach out to Hannah Brown for closure. And then she's like, so you were still in love with Madison and you also wanted to get closure. So it was a three-person engagement at that point. If you want to be with a woman, you need to become a real man. Wow. Roasted. That's how you... Yeah, Chris gave her the last words, and that's what she said. Yeah, I mean, that is... If I'm Peter, I, wa- I leave. I leave after that. There's nothing I can say. I am completely emasculated, and he really should have, because he could have avoided even further embarrassment at the hands of his mother if he just left. I would have <laughs> dipped out and just changed my name and moved to another country. <laughs> this guy had to sit there just like... Moping like said to take eyes it. Eyes watering. Just he just it. had to sit there and just take it on the chin. Spoonfuls <laughs> of his own incompetence in this whole series. If I'm Chris Harrison, I get in between him like a boxing ref and wave <laughs> your hands over. and go, it's, it's over. It's over. It's it's over. over. Stop the fight. Someone throws He's the not towel. De- he can't defend himself. <laughs> <laughs> can't take anymore. After the break, Chris says, hey, Peter, I didn't think this was all over for you, so I went down and ran down Madison in Alabama. You don't even know this. Peter definitely knows this. <laughs> uh, what did he you said think he took of- it upon. I took it on myself to head down to Auburn, Alabama. What do you think of, before we talk about the scene, what do you think of that? Chris? I mean, or the not just Chris, but the show doing that. Like, isn't, 
They saw, oh, Peter doesn't like Hannah anymore. They broke up. We got to scramble and get somebody in here who will, like, agree to be with him. It just... It seemed a little know. weird. Like, they're out in the real world at this point. If they want to... Maybe they can't because of some sort of... They they can't be in contact with each other. And that yeah, might be the problem. Yeah. So, I I don't know. I didn't think negatively of this. I just thought Chris was being the ultimate He's wingman. Just the tri- oh, sure. <laughs> the, the ultimate, ultimate wingman. <laughs> the ultimate wingman by going kidnapping someone for on Peter's <laughs> behalf without his knowledge. <laughs> anyway, ominous music down in Auburn. Chris is in Maddie's living room. She's been having a tough time. Um, this is when the barb cam in the corner j- just jumped up a notch. There's no yeah. other way to describe it. This, I. I could not believe what I was seeing. It, it would have been <laughs> such good TV. She's whispering. Obviously, we can't hear what she's saying, but they're obviously petty ass remarks to people around her, not even just her husband. Uh, she's like leaning back and talking to the rest of the crowd. Can you believe it? Ah, boo. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, Maddie is describing how she's had an inconsistent appetite and sleep schedule because she's still getting over this breakup. And Barb gives one of the hardest <laughs> flinching eye rolls I've ever seen. You know when people roll their eyes really hard and their yeah. eyelids kind of bat flutter. up and down? Yeah, they flutter a bit. This is a grown adult woman with adult children rolling her eyes because someone is describing the difficulty they had after getting up, trying to get over the... You can't make this up, this behavior, AP. You really can't. You really can't. She's one of the great people... In reality TV history, you can't, it's not all an act. Some of this is just hers. Like, I don't, <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like, uh, it's, this isn't all acting. It's like, uh, who are uh, Spencer and Spencer and Heidi. She's like one yeah. of those people where you're like, yeah, there's something going on, but also but, like, very like this. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's, she's pretty terrible. Maddie says she regrets what she did and would have done it differently if she had another chance. Chris is like, well, good deal. Peter got engaged, but he's single now. I have tickets for to Los Angeles for you. Would you like to you. join? Also, he's still in love with you. So that seems like a bing, bang, boom from my perspective. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, Maddie goes, oh, you know, she's considering this option. And she goes, I don't know if you can tell me this, but and Chris is like, no, I'll tell you. I'll tell you I'll anything tell you about anything. this man's personal life. <laughs> anything you want. Again, I did not talk to him, but <laughs> I'll tell you, yeah, I, I'll no, tell no, you no, whatever no. you want to know. No, no, no. Come on. We need it's this me. moment at the finale. Okay. It's I got me, a big Chris. bonus. It's me. <laughs> Listen, you don't understand how important this is. You got to come back. Maddie's like, all right, let's roll. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> let's ride. I'll get back with him. He just sent his engagement. Could have been yesterday, but let's go. <laughs> to Barb's absolute disgust. <laughs> We then see footage of Maddie meeting Peter in Los Angeles. Um, strange scene. Not long enough, in my opinion. Not substantive enough. I think Peter was genuinely surprised to see her. He was standing by a pool facing away from her. And they had like a first person, like a video game first person walking view. Yeah. And it, it looked like, you know, who, who's this going to be? The final boss type of thing. And then they talk. What'd you make of the talk, A.B.? It, like you said, not a lot of substance there. We didn't get a grasp on what they were going to even do. He yeah. kind of mentions that he's still in love with her. She doesn't really say the same. Nope. Uh, I didn't know where they were going from here. 
Like, are you guys going to hang out after this? What's the? I came all the way to L.A. for one. What's the situation? Going to go to lunch at least, maybe? Yeah, I don't are understand. Are going to date? What's, what is the current relationship status? Just is complicated? I mean, they, it's, they like each other, but that's all we really gleaned from that. You know, it seemed like maybe they communicate telepathically with their foreheads because they didn't say a lot of stuff. <laughs> no. And then that's where they leave us hanging. So back in the studio... Peter says he hasn't seen her since that day. Reveals he's still in love with Madison. Mom, pissed, naturally. <laughs> she's acting ridiculous, folks, in the <laughs> crowd. She's <laughs> acting. I can't even. We can't even do it justice how ridiculous this Keep grown mind, woman is she acting. She hasn't said anything yet. She said no words yet. Wait till that gets going. <laughs> That's the thing. It keeps getting worse. It, it, it just kept... I could not, you know, I couldn't believe the eye roll. It turns out the eye roll is not, was not a top There's 10 nothing. moment. <laughs> no. Madison comes out, says she loves Peter. Uh, cut to Barb, who clearly mouths AB. I hate her. <laughs> she says, I hate her. It's a grown woman. Madison then talks for a while about how she had to kind of work through these developments. Um, Chris wants to know how it's going to end. Hey. How's it going to end? Are you guys going to get you? Like, we all know how this is going to end. They're just going to be boyfriend and girlfriend. That's it. There's no suspense left there, Chris. They just said, to- Chris, just, they just said they haven't seen each other since you <laughs> got them together. You think they're going to get engaged? You, got, you brought Neil Lang here to trick us all? Or break up, maybe? I mean, what are you hoping for? They're just <laughs> people who are together now. Then Chris makes the fatal error and asks... How Barb feels, which Yikes. spins the the world of The Bachelor spins off its axis when this occurs. <laughs> There's no going back from this moment. Um, Barb begins her remarks by saying last night's episode, quote, didn't show everything. But she's gotten a lot of love in her Instagram DMs. She has 75,000 followers, by the way. So what's her Instagram like? I did not look at it. I just looked at the numbers. Oh, okay. First, I wanted to check if she followed us. That was my main concern. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want that. That would have been a block situation. Uh, (laughs) I would love to to do block. I do not want to get the wrath of Peter's mom. I do not want the wrath of Barb Weber. I don't want any of that smoke, okay? (laughs) It'll get personal. When I went for Hannah Ann, this is Barb again, she was the one who embraced me with love. I just loved her. The next day we met Madison, and this is where it gets interesting. She had us wait three hours for her to come in. She didn't want to meet us. We had just come from across the world, and we had to wait three hours. Did you have somewhere to be, <laughs> That's Barb? What I was confused by. What's the matter? You're sitting in Were this your suite. accommodations uncomfortable, <laughs> what, Barb? What did you have to do that day? You, you, have, you don't oh, know anybody there. Were you inconvenienced by this? <laughs> I don't believe the three-hour thing to begin with. To, you Frankly, know, I don't believe that. I assume there are 50 to 100 people involved yeah. in making this show, including not just producers, but like the people who do the mics and the, you know, the camera work and who the drivers of these cars and who are doing all this oh, coordination yeah. to excuse your behavior. And she was trying to excuse her behavior. So coming out this oh, defensive yeah. she, is almost admitting that she came off poorly. To excuse your behavior by blaming Madison for being late is preposterous, in my view. Late for something that doesn't have a time. 
No. This is a TV this, show. She, this isn't an Outlook invite, Barb. <laughs> yeah. This isn't a conference call. Go ahead, AB. She was basically saying she got a bad edit. That's how I took this, right? Yeah. She's trying to explain her actions. Only... What, you didn't see how mean she was, is basically what she said. Yeah, you, you didn't, didn't see... see you didn't parts. see... I acted poorly to Madison, but you didn't see why I did that. And Yeah. She follows that up with some of the worst behavior I've ever seen after this. We'll touch on that, but... Before we get there, we're going there soon. Yeah. Let's say it's Madison's fault that they were three hours late. Let's just play that game. Recall that Peter left Victoria's family waiting the whole night. Never met him. So, God forbid... Yeah. I saw some tweet. I don't know who it's from. They called. They said. They said your angel son Peter, and then they had a picture of the family, <laughs> family just sitting waiting. there waiting. Yeah. I saw. So that it's one. not as if. I mean, there's a lot of factors at play here, and it's not just. I assume it's not just Madison being a diva. Peter and Madison had something to talk about. Like your son was a part of the conversation. It wasn't just Madison that had to talk. They had to clear the air first. And I don't think it was three hours. I really don't. <laughs> I, can't be- I can't possibly believe that. <laughs> Unless there were other factors. It obviously yeah. wasn't just them talking for three hours that took that time. Or Madison saying, uh, I, I don't want to not going to do it. Yeah, I hate them. It's just it's hard to believe. Silly. Given what we've seen. And then the next thing, which is where I think you're going. Barb says, when I asked her if she was madly in the... Well, first she said she didn't apologize when she came in. Again, presumably didn't do that because there's, you know... It wasn't her the other things going on. <laughs> yeah. She still could have said, you know, I'm sorry, but, you know, maybe that's something sure. uh, somebody... Most people would do. But again, that is should not be a deal breaker, I suppose. And again, this is not your first impression. She was at your little... You already have met her. Vow renewal. You've met her. You had a great time with her. You've talked to her. Yeah. This is Barb again. When I asked her if she was madly in love with my son, you have to be madly in love, not regular. She said no, and that she would not accept a proposal in four days. So? So what? Why does he have to get <laughs> what are you engaged? About? Not even production has this firm expectation that you have to get engaged. Barb is like, well, if you're not ready to get engaged, then you're not good enough for my son. She was saying this like it was going to buy over the crowd. Like it would it would win <laughs> everyone was. over to her side by act by what do they hear her this? point was, you know, Hannah Ann was met, said she was madly in love and would be ready to get engaged. So of course I chose her. Just because you have a your you choose like that makes sense. She would want Hannah Ann to win. If there's one person and she doesn't have the whole picture, but one one of the people is madly in love and the other says they don't want to get engaged. It under, I, I can understand why you would favor that person, but to act so poorly towards the other person just because they're not in love and they don't want to get engaged is absurd. Yeah. We're not on your side, Barb. God forbid your son dates multiple women seriously, simultaneously, <laughs> and not all of them are at the same place with him. Exactly. You're just giving, you're just rewarding the person who is furthest along and maybe not the person he wants to be with most, which it should have some value here. What Peter wants? I don't know. Yeah. Call me crazy. As a mother, that wasn't what we were expecting. When I said I wanted Hannah Ann so badly, it was because we clicked right away. Again, that I true, I really feel that should be completely irrelevant. How 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 good a gal pals you are? I don't <laughs> think that's what should factor into this decision. Agreed. 
Chris lets Madison respond. What did you make of Madison's response, AB? No apology. No, she said, is this where she says, I love and respect Peter? Is that the part? Is this this part? Yeah. She says she, it is what it is. A lot that wasn't, that was out of my control. I took that to mean her being late was not all her fault. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and I think we all can agree (laughs) it wasn't all her fault. (laughs) I don't think. Well, hey, some people don't. Some people don't. But sure. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> she says she has I love and respect for Peter, so I love and respect so I have love and respect for Peter's family. Probably didn't mean that, but uh, she's yeah. trying to take, <laughs> trying, to she's take just the high road. trying to take the high road get, get out of this conversation. Yeah. Peter is forced to chime in on his mother uh, berating his girlfriend on national television. After Madison says that, they cut to Peter's mom, who's whispering something nasty to Peter's dad (laughs) about Madison. I have love and respect for Peter's family. Yeah, right, full of shit is my guess. That's what this woman, that's the type of thing she was saying. You're on camera. (laughs) She knows that, A.B., she loves this, Abe. What did I tell you from day one of her being on TV is that she eats this up. <laughs> she knows she's on camera. She probably requested the barb cam. <laughs> anyway, eventually, Peter sheepishly turns to his parents and asks if they can give her a chance hey. because he, they love each other. <laughs> hey, can you please? guys can you guys please stop being like this? <laughs> uh, they have some things to work out, Abe, okay? And they're willing to do that. And he has to ask for permission for that, apparently. Chris, this one, Chris goes, hey, Barb, hey, Barb, I have kids. I get it. And then Barb absolutely cuts him off and says, listen here, Chris. Our friend Kyle texted me. He said he said she reminded him of Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Like, listen up, mean Gene. Just taking the mic and being like, a promo. in this crowd. Yeah, absolutely cutting a, a heel promo. She goes, listen up, Chris. Only one of these two biddies was willing to compromise for my angel son, okay? <laughs> Let's uh, pause and break that down because she had a point. There was one person, I suppose, who kind of was willing to meet Peter, not halfway, all the way. But your son doesn't love her. Not only that, your son, you know, w- why is a requirement for your son to enter into marriage be that the other person compromised because your whole thing was that nobody changed him so that Peter doesn't have to compromise. The other person does. <laughs> you better shape up or ship out is her exactly. line of thinking. Madison has to interrupt uh, and the crowd just goes crazy for this. She's going to stand up for herself a bit here. Can't I mean, I cannot just sit back and watch this woman <laughs> treat me like this. I can't do it. The crowd has been kind of quiet for all this, mostly shocked. But then Madison unpinches the hose and they're like, this is the Mari moment. It flipped to Mari at this point. (laughs) It was jeering. It was jeering in the crowd, (laughs) which is good because on the heels of yesterday, when you said the crowd needs to be more rowdy, it was was good tonight. It was a good crowd. Barb is giving her a death stare and Madison tries to kind of make a case for, Hey, this isn't entirely about Peter. And it's certainly not about Barb. The quote was, this isn't just Peter choosing me. This is me choosing Peter. Makes sense. Barb. Chris Chris (laughs) says, damn, Chris says, damn, this shit's out of control. (laughs) This is a disaster. Chris is like, okay. This is insane. The crowd is is bloodthirsty. (laughs) (laughs) I I fear for the safety of a 23-year-old girl on my stage is what's going through Chris's mind. 
but then for some reason he says, Barb, what's about to go down? So then, if you guys how are we going to make really... this work, basically, is what he says. How are we going to, what are we doing moving forward? Can we serve? This seems untenable. <laughs> it seems like there's no way this Can works. Can you act civil for the, <laughs> the sake of this relationship, this budding relationship? And the quote, again, another This is the Barb peak. quote. This was the peak. I almost fell out of my chair. She she said, Chris, he's going to have to fail to succeed. <laughs> That's it. Shocked. The crowd is shocked. Stunned. And she builds on that. The, the, she's getting jeered. The crowd is when booing. She says, the legitimately the booing. booing. They're doing what we asked them to do yesterday. They are booing her. <laughs> and, and she said, while this is happening, she goes, all his friends, all his family, everyone knows him, knows it's not going to work. So we've been trying to help him. And then while the boos grow louder and drown this last part out, she goes, do we want it to work? Yes. It's like, I don't know, Barb. I don't get that feeling. What you're saying here and how you're acting does not make it it seem like you want this to work. You've become a huge hindrance to this relationship. (laughs) So I can't imagine you actually want this to work. The mother of the bat. Just say these things out loud. The mother of the bachelor was drowned out by boos at the live finale. You okay, can't make that this stuff up. This is why we watch, folks. <laughs> this is cra- this is insanity. <laughs> this is lunacy. What was happening last night? I can't believe it. The rewatch it got crazier. Talking about it, it's even crazier. Drowned I can't believe that by booze. Loud <laughs> she got drowned out by booze. booze. <laughs> people were like yelling people things right at next her. To her. It just there. I was yeah, watching. Oh. There were people right next, sitting immediately to her left or right. I guess it was to her right. Yeah. We're booing in her ear. Like, <laughs> the entire crowd turned on her. It really was like when Kevin Nash and Scott Hall invaded WCW and sat <laughs> in the crowd. <laughs> People what throwing are you shit do about at him. It, baby? It's, like, yeah, it's like NWO and they're throwing shit at him and she just keeps going. <laughs> Doesn't affect God. her. And then Peter says, I'm telling you that I love Madison. That should be enough. I mean, really kind of weak. I thought a weak performance from Peter. Peter didn't stand up for her. And if I was Madison, I'm out. Like, yeah. How could you? That's your rock. This You're going to be the one. <laughs> you have to be the one that takes the stand here. Madison shouldn't have had to really do any talking. It should have been Peter no. standing up for her. This is your family. Yeah. I, I'm out. I'm Peter and that relationship if I'm Madison. Madison, I thought t- it took some cojones to do what she Absolutely. did, no doubt. But she shouldn't have had to not, do that. It, it's not a male female thing it's like your mom is wiling right now it's your i'm mom. not trying to my fight mom. with her <laughs> yeah this isn't my mom she's tripping chris then asks peter senior how he feels about this and this i don't know if you know this ab because presumably you watched this morning yeah i know what happened what do you mean i know what she okay. said i know what this oh. this lady said oh. <laughs> <laughs> i know what barb okay. said i looked it up immediately why don't you say it why don't you i want to hear you pronounce it no I, I can't pro- i just looked up what she the english dialgo mal tambien ayudame which translates to say something bad to help me unbelievable unbelievable you're on camera did you think we wouldn't figure out what you said at least she's aware that she's the big bad, the big bad wolf here. I think she started the night thinking like, wait till they hear this. I'm going to, everybody's going to be on my side. I'm going to host the show next. (laughs) Everything's going to come my way. The money's rolling in. And now she's feeling like this is slipping away. 
we gotta, you gotta lean into me. being the bad parents you gotta <laughs> help me you don't leave worse. me sitting here alone <laughs> with the booze showering over me don't let me don't let this happen pete senior says he hates this situation he says the beginning should be the brightest spot of a relationship and it was anything but pete senior their relationship did not begin the day you met her in australia they were they great. had a lot of things prior to that. They were great. And you know what? The people that have made it unbearable to be in a relationship is you and your family. Your wife specifically have made this relationship go into a dark place. This could have easily like look on look at it from the outside. If they were just welcoming, this could have been a great moment for Peter and Madison to start over their relationship. Instead, yeah. this was a huge negative and something they probably can't get past. It is they're marred forever. Absolutely. This particular relationship. And again, we said this all along, especially when it came out about Madison's kind of commitment to her religion and Peter's pretty obvious lack of that and presumptive lack of in, of interest in that. And then, of course, you know, Madison being a virgin, valuing that in a different way than Peter does. There are some and, and apparently what his brother said about how Peter's out at the VIP all every weekend. <laughs> there are significant hurdles for them to overcome. Absolutely. No doubt. They don't and live in the same area. I do not expect them to make it. I never expected them no. to make it. This still could have been a positive, you know, of segment of the show, like a happy ending per se. Like I would have yes. left saying these two are cute. I liked Madison. I like Peter. I'm glad they ended up together, knowing full well they probably won't actually end up together. But this could have been a positive, happy ending to this show. Instead, it turned into a circus. <laughs> it was a clown a show. Clown it show. was a clown Led show. Led by the queen clown herself, Barb. And this just... Before the break, anyway, Madison says, let's not rehash the past. This is something Peter and I should be talking about, which is... But hey, out. Good point. Maybe, yeah, <laughs> but out. Maybe Peter and her should be talking about this. And that's how it ends. That's how this season, season is over. Ended. Claire came out after the next Bachelorette. And I only mention that because Claire, after the episode, goes to Barb and hugs Barb. And Barb and her had a little gal chat. Barb is probably like, Will you marry my son? Will you let Peter come on your season? <laughs> Barb obviously knows who Claire is because Barb's a bachelor. She's a fan. fanatic. That's, obvious. that's been obvious <laughs> yeah. since we've seen her. Um, but anyway, that's that's the that's season, season. Of the Bachelor. <laughs> that's the season. That's how it ended. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. But also, I'm it, the most drama filled season of all time. Couldn't have ended another way than with something so shocking no. like this to happen. No. I'm very pleased. Here's here are my takeaways, and I want you to give your piece on. This as well. As far as the specific episode, I felt that this was completely embarrassing for Peter. Oh, yeah. Humiliating. humiliating. He was, he, you could read it on his face. He was yeah. mortified of what was happening around him. But at the same time, not surprised by what was occurring. No, he's seen his like, mom act like this mom before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The way I was, you know, I was embarrassed for Peter. The Weber family, um, like this is what they're known for now. Forever. This ridiculousness on national television i was embarrassed for hannah ann she kind of got cast off to the side she looked you know like second choice all along and was treated as such um i was embarrassed i was embarrassed a little bit for madison she got killed um some things that you know you could even debate the appropriateness no matter how bad madison was on off screen things that didn't make the cut 
you could debate the appropriateness of being like, well, you didn't see how terrible she was and the things they didn't show. It's like, this could be your daughter-in-law. You know, it's you're not, still the mom. Like you have to play. keep it civil. Even if you don't like the person, you still have to keep it like, this is stuff you say behind their back to your husband in the comfort of your yeah. bedroom. This isn't something you say to everyone. Cause like you said, it could be her, her daughter-in-law. You have to make it work. It's not your place. At some point, Peter should have gotten up and gone and talked to his parents during a commercial break yeah. and tried to nip this in the like, bud. You guys can't. I don't think that happened. No, I don't think so we either. I, think he just, I don't think it happened. He sat there. He just sat there. Yeah. What's the over-under on how long you think, though? I, I'm weirdly rooting for them. You know, not that I was rooting against them before, but now I'm like, I hope they make it just to spite the Webbers. Yeah. I I just don't know how. I just, I can't he, see it. He would have to make some big changes, I think. He would have to make big changes. I don't know what their... We never found out, like, what their situation is in terms of, like, if one of them wants to move. She seems really ingrained in Auburn culture, and that's not something he's going to do. He's, he's living, a queen of Auburn. He's living in Cali the rest of his life. So yeah. I don't know... I don't know how it will work. I would assume this is a month months long relationship not a year sure you know overall franchise takeaways ab this is now the second consecutive bachelor bachelor season where the lead is going to end up starting a relationship with a girlfriend at the end of the season and the second season in three years where the lead switched his choice after getting engaged (laughs) it's crazy the formula is not working so either the formula needs to change, the structure needs to change, or I think expectations for what happens at the end of this needs to change. Peter f- blew this out of the water because he felt like he had to get engaged to Hannah Ann. And that is the core of a lot of issues here. I wonder if I got an idea on how to f- kind of fix that. I wonder if you need to bring less women here and less men to the, the Bachelorette and just get more dates with specific people uh, like she yeah. realistically only had three dates right so she had if you're not including like hometowns she got the two regular one-on-ones and then a bunch of group dates and then this the final one it's just not enough time for a sane person to feel comfortable getting engaged so if yeah. you want them to get engaged you need to lower the amount of uh, possibilities and get more dates with each people. This, I mean, this show is obviously successful for you guys. You keep doing spinoffs. You're telling me you can't just add two weeks to the timeline? Yeah. Or We've just make it longer. Long- or make it longer. Same just amount of girls longer. and make it longer. Yeah. Yeah. It's not It's not rocket science here. I don't think they, I've, you know, we're yelling into the void I don't here. think they, they don't worry care. about it. Yeah. The- they prefer this now yeah. than a happy ending. Uh, the other option, I think, the other thing that happened here, Elephant in the Room, was production was in every inch of this season i think maybe take a big step back reevaluate how you go about your business here because this was completely marred by orchestrated conflict and we saw very little happen in terms of relationships for basically two months agreed and on top of that i think peter was just not the right guy for the job (laughs) for reasons we've been talking about for two and a half months now. Yeah. So, yep. I hear you. Anything else on that AB before we get to the mailbag? No, I don't think so. All right, let's move on to the mailbag. Uh, Like I said before, a ton of response, a lot of reaction to last night's episode. I edited a few of these responses for length 
but I tried to get the essence. I also, as Nora, as usual, tried to get a variety. I'd say that maybe 10, 15, 20% were not, I would classify them as not anti-barb. So those were interesting perspectives to hear. There's just so much kind of almost blame to go around AB that a lot of people are like, yeah, maybe this was bad, but don't forget Peter did this, this, and this. So it's, it's sure. just hard to really wrap your arms around a big, everything that happened. Yeah, a lot of stuff, a lot of moving parts. The mailbag number is 773-234-7794. Emma from the 614 area code. Not even a Madison fan, but damn, Barb. That's it. <laughs> Caitlin. <laughs> damn, Barb. Damn, Damn Barb, that's real. <laughs> Damn, Barb, you're tripping. That might be the name of the episode. <laughs> you're Damn, <tripping>. Barb. Barb. <laughs> Caitlin from Oklahoma. This was the same as Ari's season, but the worst was watching Barb this whole episode. Way too much Barb. She's like the Queen of England, and Peter and Maddie are Harry and Meghan. They're going to have to move <laughs> and change their names. <laughs> that's a good point. But yep. I love that ending, but I can't disagree with you more about the Barb cam. Needed the Barb cam, had to be done. Loved it. Well, it's it's a weird it's a weird dynamic. Like there's two groups of people who can't stand Barb and were appalled, and then two groups of people who were appalled but needed that needed Barb, Barb cam also. You <laughs> needed know? the so Barb. Kind of, I said it's like firmly that, uh, in the Predator need meme Barb. where the where the hand, where the hands <laughs> yeah. collapse together. The black and the white guy from uh, Predator. <laughs> Three's three seven area code. You either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. Barb did not die a hero. <laughs> three zero one area code. Hot take. When did she live a hero though? Was she a fan favorite at some point? People liked Barb. Uh, Why? Like you know Hannah or Hannah season, and then early this season, and then the previews. I think people were hoping that there would be good intentions behind the bring her home comment. Oh okay. Three zero one area code. Hot take. Barb said what we were all thinking the past two weeks, that the two of them were too different to reconcile. Just me? We could have maybe lost the Beverly Hills housewife version of calling it out on television, but hey, beggars can't be choosers. Hey, interesting point. M from Minneapolis. Peter is falling into his same cycle. First, there was Hannah B., who he invited back to the house after seeing her at the group date. People forget that. Then there was Alea, who we invited back to the house after she left. After he sent her home, it should be noted. Then there was Victoria, who got a rose after he didn't meet her family. And now here's Madison, who wants to try again with. It seems to me that if Hannah Ann wanted to marry him, all she had to do was be the first to walk away. Mm. There is no way this guy is ready for marriage or any commitment whatsoever. It's amazing to me that he can even dress himself without going to, back to the closet to see which tie still misses him. <laughs> <laughs> Camille from Seattle. Be safe out there. Be safe. Whoa. I have to say, full disclosure, Rim and AB just spent 20 minutes talking about the coronavirus. Full disclosure. We took a break. <laughs> took a break. Had to talk about the coronavirus. Yeah. Stay Sorry. safe in Seattle yeah. and all around America and Absolutely. the world. Okay. Rim, okay. <laughs> it's a big deal. Camille from Seattle. I have to say after this, I am team single Peter and team Barb. It would be one thing if Barb never thought anyone was good enough for her son, but Barb loved Hannah Ann, or Hannah B, excuse me, and loved with four Ds Hannah Ann. She also loved Maddie until Maddie brought a negative, tardy, and uncompromising <laughs> strat energy into their second meeting. Did she go too hard into Maddie? Absolutely. But was she right? Completely. 
there was a lot of Barb is right. Barb is um, right. So ignore her behavior is how justified. she acted. It's more about the content of what she was bringing to the table, yeah. which I don't. Eh. There's something to that. Something to that. But yeah. I think Barb's dramatics obscured all of her. If there were any positive intentions, you should always I act think. like a good person first and foremost. Even if what you're <laughs> just do- something to live by, <laughs> <laughs> that should be the first thing you do. Yeah. Ashley from Seattle, stay safe out there. Okay, stay didn't know there was two in a row. Wow, to that finale. I wish Maddie had apologized since Barb clearly felt very disrespected, and I wish Barb had been able to not share every single thing she felt. Good TV, but hard to see for Peter's sake. Although I agree Peter and Maddie will not last long. Also, his parents had to see that Peter never wanted Hannah Ann to be his top choice. It was glaringly clear. That's another thing. Yeah. Like, did you guys watch the show? Obviously they did, but how do you not see that Hannah Ann... Wasn't his favorite, ever. Wasn't... I don't think they considered what Peter thought at any point. Yeah. It was just, who's willing to go all in with him? Thank you, Ashley. And everyone, For if I forget to thank you after I read your text, I apologize in advance. Katie, 404 area code. I honestly feel so bad for Peter right now. He messed up a bunch, but I don't think anyone deserves their parents to hate the person they love this much. Mimi from Richmond, Virginia. Go Rams. VCU. Shaka Smart. People forget. Thoughts on the finale. Team Hannah Ann and Team Weber. Everyone saying Barb is mean or over the top. What did you expect from someone that claps at four times in the windmill? Barb's obviously going to call out her son and a girl that can't make up her mind. Editorial note, I would argue that Peter can't make up his mind either. Maddie left because she didn't agree with what Peter did and couldn't move forward. Now she takes Peter back after not only him, he sleep, he slept with the two other women, one of whom he proposed to Peter and Maddie are doomed. I jumbled that last sentence, but you get the, you get the, I'm following you. Yeah. 801 area code, totally anticlimactic. When Chris kept saying no one knows what happens, that could only mean one thing. Peter is still wandering around making half-hearted decisions. This show hasn't had an actual ending for a few seasons now. Emily from Portland, Oregon. If it's such a family affair, where the hell were Madison's parents? They should have been invited too. As a mother myself and a mama bear, much like Barb, there's no way in hell I would have let her speak to my daughter that way. How would she? How would Barb have acted if Madison had more of a support system there? Interesting question. What if Madison's parents were there? I don't think Barb would have been popping off like that. Yes, Peter was a total clown, but he didn't deserve that from his own mother in front of the woman he followed his heart for and on national t- TV. Barb embarrassed herself. So immature. Madison was more of an adult than Barb. People were saying they wanted a uh, Barb versus uh, Madison's dad, Coach Pruitt, in some sort of uh, debate, <laughs> which I would enjoy. I agree. I with. absolutely would have enjoyed that. <laughs> Jane from Salt Lake City. This season was just a show about nothing. No real connections, no real drama, and then no real closure with a finale. What did I even just watch? 26 people who went on this show to end up exactly where they started. Liz from Tennessee. Even though Barb is being crazy, I kind of love it. I agree with Madison being super wishy-washy and not being in it with Peter. Hannah Ann always loved Peter, and that was and that was obviously what Barb wanted. Madison and Peter are way too different, and everyone can see that besides them. Thank you, Liz. 
Am I in a bizarro world with these? I What's know. going on? <laughs> this lady is a grown ass woman, 60 years old, and she's acting like a fucking child. How are you siding with her? I don't understand, Rim. I don't understand. Hey. She's not acting like a good human. Like, Madison, even if you don't like her, doesn't deserve to be treated like this. Like, nobody, she's acting poorly. I don't care if she's right. What the hell? This lady is acting absurd. <laughs> All right. All right. God damn, really? Hey, we said our piece. That was the listener's <laughs> turn. I just had to point something out that this lady is acting absurd, Rim. Maybe Rim may be tilting from their coronavirus <laughs> conversation. We're, uh, we're on edge. I'm we're on, on edge, edge here on edge. in Rosecast Studios. All right, Sydney from Chicago. Oh, here's, here's one you'll like. 919 area code. As a mom, I'm floored by Barb's behavior on floored. After the Final Rose. To not support... All right, <laughs> Let them talk. Let the listeners talk. To not support your, child romantic, your child's romantic choices is bad. To humiliate them and their potential spouse on national TV is borderline unforgivable. Sydney from Chicago. I know everyone is upset with Barb right now for her major I'd like to speak to the manager energy, but what do you guys think about how Peter handled that? He just sat back and let his mom talk down to a woman he supposedly loves. If I was him, I would have gotten up during a commercial break and been like, Mom, you got to stop this. Super awkward and embarrassing. I agree. Pete, Pete's obviously just scared, I think. Agreed. He seemed just scared. Meg's from Colorado. Babs, she's not holding back tonight. Mama is not having it. We haven't seen this kind of drama since Kelly Kapowski and Zach Morris broke up at the dance. Cue the music. Allie from D.C. Mike would never. Marissa from the 305. This has to be the saddest finale in Bachelor history. Hannah Ann and Maddie deserve better than indecisive Peter. I loved how Hannah Ann confronted Peter and stood up for herself. I became a Hannah Ann stan after this episode. I also appreciated how Maddie did not take shit from Peter's mom when confronting, when confronted during after the final rose. Side note, as a Cuban, I wish not to be seen as extra emotional. Yes, Cubans, especially Cuban mothers, don't ask me why, are emotional, but Barbara is way too invested into her son's love life. To say the least, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Sonia from North Dakota. What absolute disrespect from Barb to straight up roll her eyes at Madison and repeatedly say how much better Hannah Ann is for Peter after watching Hannah Ann absolutely slay him on live TV. All season, Madison and Peter had the most chemistry, and Madison is right in saying that she also is on a journey and has to choose Peter as well. Christmas is going to be wild at the Weber House. No, no, it's not making it to Christmas. It's not making it to Christmas, Sonia. Please. You'd be lucky for a freaking Easter at the Weber's. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about Christmas. (laughs) Ava Jane, thank you, Sonia. Ava Jane from Covington, Georgia. Be careful. It's depressing. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to have a weird vibe when we get into the mailbag and suddenly Rim and a Beer constant coronavirus discussion it's, it's just a w- out of nowhere coronavirus anyway ava jane from covington georgia it's depressing that peter quote had to get engaged i mean really he obviously thought madison was the one but when she wasn't available all of a sudden hannah ann was the one he was the one the entire season who was not all in period i wish hannah ann blessed him one more time for the girls in the back 
585 area code. Hot take. Barb isn't wrong. Are her methods pretty whack? Most definitely. Is she over the top wholeheartedly? However, I feel like she's seeing parallels to when Peter was heartbroken after his relationship with Hannah B ended and is being protective. But is Peter a grown ass man who should be trusted to make his own, in parentheses, admittedly poor decisions? Yes. I wish him and Maddie the best of luck, but I can only see it ending almost as badly as the last season of Dexter. Did you watch Dexter? No. I assume there was a murder involved. It's on my list. Yeah, I'm sure. Might be getting to it this week, Amy. <laughs> Leah, 485 area code. 845 area code. The ending has been gut-wrenching to watch. It's so embarrassing for Peter that his mother is lashing out like this and bringing up things that were most likely out of Madison's control. The producers have gone too far giving Barb such a big platform. Now Peter is in a worse situation than he was the entire season, and he has to deal with people hating on his mom. <laughs> Peter, one of the few bachelors to come out like way worse <laughs> yeah. after a season. Way worse. Way His worse life off. is much worse than it was before. Taylor from Michigan. Two things can be true at the same time. Barbara had accurate points that were made. Madison had points that were made. Barb was the most accurate in terms of compatibility. Madison was right in establishing her equal partnership and ability to choose Peter. Barb was more right overall. Peter and Madison are doomed. Peter was a terrible bachelor. Give me 38-year-old zaddies for a bachelor from here on. That's you, A.B., zaddy. What's a zaddy? <laughs> I don't know. Hot guy. <laughs> I think it's just a hot guy. That's my okay. assumption. What does Zaddy mean? A guy who's attractive and fashionable with swag and sex appeal. <laughs> <laughs> that's you, dog. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Neil Lane. <laughs> girls, girl Zaddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kate from Sherville, Indiana. Their relationship has no chance since Barb has damned it from the beginning. I thought her behavior was manipulative, childish, overly dramatic, and too much like Victoria F. It was disappointing to watch a parent be so disrespectful on national television. Maddie was so graceful and poised during that exchange. Props to her for taking that like a champ. I don't think I'll be able to sleep. I'm so fired up. <laughs> that was After I watched that, I was just like, I felt like I needed to Amped have up, a cigarette yeah. and I don't smoke. <laughs> Abigail from Wisconsin. I feel so bad for Maddie the entire last 10 minutes. I agree with the feelings behind Peter's family regarding their lack of compatibility. However, Barb didn't need to be so rude and aggressive about it. If I was Maddie, Barb's, Barb's reaction during the episode would make me want to run far away from that family. Sarah from Atlanta. While Peter is the reason his parents hate Madison, Barb is still the worst. All caps. Had he kept their struggles private, his parents could have had a blank slate on which to judge her. But because he couldn't keep his pie hole shut, they went into that meeting on the defensive. Then tonight, Barb had to grasp at straws to defend her garish behavior and blame her shenanigans all on Madison. Parentheses, even though Peter is equally guilty for making them wait three, three hours, I roll. Grow up, Barb. Thank you, Sarah. Nicole from New York. Goes without saying. Be safe. I don't think anyone is in the right here. Peter handled everything poorly. Barb was straight disrespectful, and Madison stomped around and left and then came back and then left again and is now back, which is not fighting for your morals, but is just immature. Megan from Kentucky. 
Peter allowed his commitment to the process and his family's expectations to influence his decision. He didn't want to choose Hannah Ann, but she was there and cared about him, which of course wasn't enough. Maddie and Peter won't make it down the aisle because of this. Because of this conflict with his family will wear on the relationship. I split that sentence up into three. <laughs> That's my fault. <laughs> Peter, Peter, Maddie I didn't Peter follow you there. I did not follow you. I didn't either. I didn't either. I just stopped after a random word. There's no period indicating me to stop. I just kept, I just stopped. Maddie and Peter won't make it down the aisle because of this conflict with his, because this conflict with his family will wear on their relationship. Facts. Yeah. Glad this season is over and ready to move on to Claire. Got a lot of that. People are just ready to move on. Ready to move on. Vinny from New York. I think some of the hate on Barb and blind love for Madison is ridiculous. Barb may have a flair for the dramatics, but Maddie refused to apologize or acknowledge the fact that she was acting rude in Australia. She could have taken the high road and been the bigger woman. She didn't. Both are petty. Thank you, Vinny. Kyle from Madison, Wisconsin. We're almost done, A.B. This, this mailbag is full, boy. Kyle from Madison, Wisconsin. An isthmus. Hannah Ann's journey was the most surprising part of this finale. Like LeBron James to me as a Celtics fan, I couldn't stand Hannah Ann. Then I respected her game while hating her. <laughs> and, then, and in the end, I still don't like her that much, but damn, you got to respect how her game has evolved and what she's become. That's like a fabulous... Well said. Celtics fans' view of LeBron is like, she's God still damn, doing it out he's here. Great. She's changing. Yeah. <laughs> she's evolving. Added really to her is. game. Yeah. yeah. She had. She has a post game now. She showed up to the <laughs> yeah, after exactly. five rows of the post game. <laughs> 224 area code. Can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm 100% team Barb. Maybe she shouldn't have said as much as she did, but everything she and 100, Peter's dad said. I have to stop you. 100%, 100% behind well, let's, her. Let's Percentages matter, Rim. I know. 100? You're 100. Who was this? What? You're 100. This is oh, going to turn wait. into a call-in radio show where we gross the callers. 100? AB There's not a single percentage. There's not a single percentage of you that believes Barb was in the wrong. Go you ahead, You haven't Rim. even heard this person. Go ahead, Rim. <laughs> Next call. Next uh. caller. Yeah. <laughs> 224 area code. I have to redo the whole thing because you stopped me so early. <laughs> Can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm 100% team Barb. Maybe she shouldn't have said as much as she did, but everything she and Peter's dad said was right. I don't know how anyone who has watched this season can think Maddie and Peter are going to make it. And bravo to Hannah Ann for giving Peter the ass chewing he deserved. It's not that bad, AB. Thank you, 224 Area Code. Brittany in Washington. Barb is just nuts. Her eye-rolling and lack of basic respect, Peter has no chance of finding anyone willing to sign up for that mess. I feel like I need to send my mother-in-law flowers and thank her for not being a psycho. She's an angel <laughs> on earth compared to Barbara Weber. You know, I got a question, Rem. I agree there are portions of Madison and Peter's lives that don't match up. But when did it become like they're that opposite that it's incons- you can't even imagine that two people so different. Like I didn't. I don't think they're that different. No. They have differences in the religion. He basically lifestyles made her mad because he he hooked up with the two different girls. But that was something she already knew. So I don't know if that's necessarily a deal breaker. And people that are have it's pretty clearly not because she's still there. She's still there. And there's people that have different religions get married. Yeah. Like. 
It's not. I. I just don't. I didn't get. I didn't walk away from the entire. People acted like the entire season. We thought that these two aren't compatible. No, it's like no, they it's had just this recently. one thing just recently. I don't know why that's become the thing. Is that it's impossible for Mad for Madison and Peter to make it. I didn't. Um, I don't live. I think now it is because of what yeah, his mom yeah, did. Yeah. Like, how do you I think move if you go forward? back a couple episodes, you you probably could hear us saying these two have no chance. It may have been a little. Jokey, no, tongue in the- cheek, yeah. But it, I'm with you. There's a glimmer, I or was, of you know. Sometimes love conquers all. A B, yeah. And two people who just really want to get you know spend the rest of their lives figure stuff out if they have a bunch of like wild differences, which these two have. I'm not saying it's impossible. And like I said, I'm and now I'm rooting for them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. Anyway. Jordan, 858 area code. I'm underwhelmed by the ending. Yes, the drama kept us interested until the bitter end, but now I feel like I've invested more into these relationships than Peter himself. He ended just as he begun, confused, indecisive, and afraid to make a definitive decision. Well said. Dante's in Denver. I can't believe I'm saying this, but my heart broke for Peter. Not because of anything we saw that had been filmed before tonight, but because of all the horrible and cruel things his mother chose to say to him in front of a live global audience with his girlfriend sitting next to him. When she told him even all his friends thought he and Maddie wouldn't last, her message was clear. Everyone you trust and love agrees with me and not you, and if they say otherwise, then they're lying to you. Pete has been a bad bachelor who makes poor choices all the time, but I could not have felt sorrier for him in that moment. That part where she was like, even your friends think you're that's wrong just, on this. It's like, that's like not even your business to say. You know what I mean? Like, you've talked you to be all speaking his friends. <laughs> you've yeah. talked to all his friends about this. She's in the DMs, dude. Mel from Perth, Western Australia. Oh, stay safe. Yeah, just blanket statement. Yes. That truly was the most unique and dramatic after the final rose we've ever seen, and it's why I love the show. It was all about Barb, and whilst her behavior was over the top, I couldn't look at we- couldn't look away. Who would have thought the person to end Peter would be his own mother? Also, the vibe between Maddie and Peter was so weird, they didn't seem that optimistic about their future. At the end of the day, it must have been super disappointing for Peter to ha- to not have his family support, and Maddie didn't seem that interested in reconciling either. They're doomed because of this and the fact that their lifestyles are so opposite. The final shot of them on the couch looking whipped was a sad send-off to a season that started out with so much promise. 540 area code. What if Barb is sneakily the best parent and is doing what she can to take the heat off her son? This is a spin zone for That's ages. a good shout-out to 540 area code. Nobody is criticizing Peter tonight, despite the fact that he has been the absolute worst bachelor <laughs> and what he did to Anna Ann was trash. Instead, we're all talking about Barb and hating on her. Wow. And even if we weren't rooting for Peter and Madison before, now we might be solely because of how bar- awful Barb was to them. Interesting theory. I don't think Barb is playing 4D chess or whatever, but... That would be something. Tammy from Washington. Last night's Jerry Springer, I mean Bachelor, was crazy. I think Peter's mom is someone that forgot that it was her son she was watching. Unlike her son, she was unwilling to admit that she could have been wrong at any point. 
Her reactions have poisoned the well, not only for Peter's future dating life prospects, but for her future relationship with her son. This was beyond cringeworthy. Both Maddie and Hannah Ann handled themselves with class and maturity in comparison. So that's all the mailbag for last night's finale. We Again, we thank everyone who wrote in. Sorry we couldn't get to everybody, but we appreciate it very, very much. Jenny from Maryland sent us a link to a news story from when alcohol was banned in the Uluru National Park in 2007. So perhaps Maddie is not necessarily a non-drinker. It's just you can't have booze on the premises. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Thank you, Jenny. Okay. Let's go to the quickly to the batch bracket scoreboard and we'll pick a couple winners. What do you say? That sounds awesome. Spoiler alert, they're not us. We're not even close to where we needed to be to qualify. (laughs) We did top 15% in ties, which made out to be everyone who scored 201 points or higher. Here are the people who finished on the tippy, tippy top out of nearly 1,500 entries. Thank you to everyone who played. Audrey M., Abby L., Jamie K., Juliana H., and Michelle O all finished with 290 points. They each got 10 points last night. Um, and then several people finished with 280 and a couple 279, 276. So congratulations to those people for doing so well this season. Uh, AB, I finished with, I finished number 512 out of 1490. So I don't know what score that is probably mid 100s if i had to guess i was hoping jasmine would make a return last night she did not um (laughs) that would have given me some points in the end do you have your score i got 176 what'd you get out of 1490 451 dang so you you leapfrogged me okay not bad not bad not bad (laughs) pretty good for us (laughs) (laughs) What I did was everyone who got 201 points or higher, I put into a spreadsheet. I'm going to randomize those names 10 times. The person who comes out on top will get the grand prize, which is an item from our merch store. And then the next five people, their choice. And then the next five people, we will send stickers. Ooh. So here we go. I'm going to randomize them. That's the grand prize? Beep, 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 beep. This is, yeah, I'm going to name the grand, yeah. Grand prize first? You think I wouldn't, you think I wouldn't, well, what, you, what should I do? No, do the other one, the other five. I already said the name on top is the grand prize. You want me to announce the stickers first and then do the grand prize? Announce I the stickers we'll and then give the grand prize at the end. People, frankly, have to be getting tired of our voices at this point, so let's wrap this shit up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, beep. Okay. The winners of the stickers, Lauren E., Charlotte T., Mackenzie L, Sydney W, and Melissa L. Send us an email. What's our email? <laughs> hey at riminab.com, right? Send us an email, hey at riminab.com, and we'll coordinate with you and we'll send you some stickers. Thank you for playing. The winner of the grand prize also do the same. Grace C. Send us an email. Congratulations, everybody. And we will get you something from the merch store. Thanks, everybody, for for playing. playing. It's fun. It's a fun season. All right, AB, do you have a Bachelor headline of the week? I do, Rem. It's topical. 
Not coronavirus, oh. though. <laughs> okay, I was going to say. <laughs> Tommy Laren blames low voter turnout on The Bachelor. <laughs> this is from Mediate. Mediate? Was this so yesterday, presumably, because there was elections this yesterday. Is a, this is an article from an hour ago. Yeah, so she just said it about yeah. yesterday's election. <laughs> People had to see Barb. Listen, Democracy must see TV. <laughs> must see TV. <laughs> I don't blame them. Um, I have one. This is from People Magazine. Okay. The Bachelors, Alexa Caves and Jasmine Wynn are not dating. Mm, so that's well, fake we news. We don't want to mislead everyone. So that was fake news. Fake news. We got, okay. We got God on that. <laughs> the <laughs> only love story to come out of this. It's not my fault. Providing fake news. We're just reading the headlines, dude. <laughs> but yeah, so the, the only love story to come out of this true love story was not love at all. Okay. AB, just want to let you know there's a merch sale March 18th to 22nd, 35% off site-wide. T-shirts, 13 bucks. Go to RimandAB.com. Click the merch header, merch tab in the header. There's new designs. Um, I'm not sure what we're going to do for the off-season. I don't... It, it sounds like y'all don't want us to talk about listen to your heart. So maybe we, we might take a break. But uh, we will see. So... Uh, while you're waiting, wouldn't mind some five-star ratings and reviews. AB, what's your big send-off for the season? Your big uh, emotional soapbox deal? Uh, it's not going to be emotional, Rim. I just, again, thank everyone for listening, <laughs> Rim. We couldn't think, we couldn't do it without all these people. Yeah. We love Agreed. it. Agreed. Love it. All right. Another great season. See you guys in a month or two months, depending on we'll what, see. what we do. We'll see. Talk to you later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.